Welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Sophia Osborne. And I'm Olivia DeBercier. And we're coming to you live, <laughs> sort of live, live for us. Yeah. At the Beattie Biodiversity Museum at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. Yeah. And yeah, we're here together in person, which is exciting. Very exciting. Only happens once a year, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're just kind of like exploring the museum. We even met a listener here, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Love to love to meet people in person. It's very exciting for me. Yeah. And so we're just taking a look at the collection and we thought it could be like a fun thing to see if we can find some of the specimens that they have at the museum in Animal Crossing here and chat about them a bit. Yeah, and Sophia is lucky enough to go here um, at UBC for school. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, normally I'm in Edmonton, so this is a nice little trip over to Vancouver, the big city. But uh, yeah, this museum is amazing. You walk in and there's like a massive blue whale skeleton, mm-hmm. which I thought was a cast, but it apparently is real. Yeah, um, they transported it here. Like, I don't know how you approach that, but it's here um, and it is very cool. It's so big. Like, the mouth is just huge. The head honestly looks like the majority of the body, which <laughs> yeah. I know once the flesh is on it, like, the tail takes up a big portion, I would imagine, but it just seems like unbelievable. So, but yeah, I guess this is, this is a research collection. So, it's a lot of. Um, cabinets it looks like and um, there's some highlighted specimens in like these really cool glass I guess cabinets like little boxes in the fronts of the cabinets yeah but I personally really like collections like this because I'm kind of like an old school like (laughs) naturalist like I love to see um, I don't know a bunch of dead stuff I think it's really interesting like maybe that's why I'm into entomology like that's always how you're looking at things because like you can just see every little feature of the animal and, um, and I don't know, learn a lot about its taxonomy mostly. Yeah, totally. Like, I know that there are fossils here too, but there's a lot of emphasis on like living biodiversity mm-hmm. and like even we'll probably check out the salmon and stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to walk around and find some cool stuff and hopefully find some familiar faces. Yeah. Can I say that? <laughs> familiar. <laughs> familiar species. Familiar species. Yeah. Also, make sure to check out our Instagram and Twitter at Beyond Blathers because we'll definitely post like some photos and everything so you can check it out. Yeah, yeah. So um, the one of the volunteers here is a listener, Jess, um, and showed us this atlas moth. It's really beautiful. It's about the size of my hand, maybe a little smaller. And it's... I mean, we did Atlas Moth about a year ago. Yeah. I always think of the Atlas Moth as like our quintessential, maybe that and the tiger beetle, like just yeah. make me think of our podcast because I love the Atlas Moth illustration Olivia did. And it's really cool to see it in person. The The pigment is faded on it. So it actually looks more like white and like brown mm-hmm. rather than the beautiful like red color. Uh, that they are when they're alive. Yeah, Jess had mentioned that pigment will fade over time versus something like iridescence or a reflective pigment, which is like so many butterflies. 
that's going to remain because you can't really like get rid of the way light reflects off something unless you like crush it up. Like I heard it described to me as if you have a blue jay feather, that's mostly reflected blue. So if you look at a blue jay feather, like just normally it looks blue, but if you crushed it up into a powder, it would be like brown, <laughs> like beigey right, brown. Yeah. So that's another way you can think of it. I love seeing its little like feathery antenna. Yeah, its eyes are so big. Like, oh my gosh, what? yeah. Its wow. eyes are like, I don't know, they remind me of like the top of a, like a pin. A pin, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a, uh, what are those called? Like the fashion pins. Yeah, like a big round <laughs> pin. Yeah, but it's got really feathery antenna. Big body. And mm-hmm. And it does have that like, um, curve in the top of its wings much like kind of a snake like it it really looks like it's mimicking that and next to it is this beautiful goliath beetle which i actually think is in the game it's a type of scarab beetle so we've talked about scarabs before with the dung beetle and a bunch of other things yeah so you can get the goliath beetle in animal crossing too and it's um, apparently the heaviest beetle in their collection and it's huge i think in the world actually yeah so they're apparently among the largest beetles on earth and they're found in africa so pretty cool. It's black and white and just like its legs are so long. It looks re- like a skull kind of. Yeah, yeah, it does. I remember when I worked at the museum, we had uh, a rhinoceros beetle. And the rhinoceros beetle, when you would hold it, its legs would just like wrap around your wrist. Oh, my god! Because they were so long and they want to wrap around you like your tree branch or something. So it doesn't fall over because it's so big. So it's very, it's kind of an unnerving feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here we are at the salmon that are just kind (laughs) of floating around in these jars. This is my favorite thing about um, these collections and fish is that the fish are always in like such rough shape. Um, (laughs) At the U of A, I teach like, or I've helped um, TA a course um, on wildlife identification and all of the fish are just in these like jars filled with like preservative of some kind, like ethanol or Usually it's something a bit stronger than that, but they're always like very discolored and it looks a little bit like a crazy person put them in there. (laughs) (laughs) A salmon murderer. Yeah, but it is, I like it. You've got like this um, bull trout and it looks like a Kamloops trout back or. Yeah. Well, what is that big one in the back? I mean, that's probably like a classic salmon. salmon. Oh, it says Japan. That's cool. It's got that like very pointy mouth thing. Yeah, like the kind of claw, like curled. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah, very Vancouver. Yeah. (laughs) And just huge. Just more (laughs) bottles, Bottles. like basically the length of of my body. (laughs) See what's down here. White sturgeon. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Wow, you can barely see it. Oh. A half beak. They have very pointy. That's so weird. They look like birds. Like a swordfish, but if the swordfish like had half of its mouth missing. Wow. Like the bottom jaw isn't there. Cool. I don't think those are in the game three. Yeah. Oh, here's something. Oh, a puffer fish. A guinea fowl puffer. It's so cute. This This is a good example of like, they're interesting, but they're in rough shape. (laughs) Yeah. 
this one's kind of like spotted and orange. Mm -hmm. It actually looks like it's kept more of its color than most of the fish. Yeah, it, it does look orange. It also doesn't have any spines. And I feel mm. like we talked about this in the pufferfish episode that not all of them have like, well, yeah, the spines you'd expect from like a porcupine fish. It's just very smooth skin. Like you don't even really see scales. Yeah, it's just spotted. Neat. God, that is creepy. I don't know what that is. Long-nosed lancet fish. From Hawaii. I'll take a photo of it. People, we're looking at scary stuff here. (laughs) It says that they are ambush predators, attacking by surprise and engulfing prey in their large fanged mouths. Oh, God. It looks like it's from, like, Harry Potter or something. Yeah. Its eye is huge, and it's got, like, long teeth and a long snout, and it's all, like, silvery iridescent. It looks almost like it has feathers, but I know that's just from... It looks like a dragon. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And there's a wolf eel in here, too, which we talked about. They're not actually eels, but... Yeah. They're, uh, you can find them here in British Columbia, and they're very ugly looking. They're really (laughs) ugly. Like, it's like if someone blew up, like, I don't know, like inflated every weird part of a person's (laughs) face. And like, they also have like buck teeth, which just doesn't help the aesthetic. Like, look, this one, you can kind of see its teeth are like jutting out. But apparently they're kind of friendly, is what I've heard. Like, scuba divers, like, kind of like hanging out with them. Um, unlike the moray eels, which are really not nice. Yeah. So, I also saw a wolf eel at the aquarium this week because I went to the aquarium. Oh, cool. It was really cute. I mean, super ugly, but cute ugly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here. We've got a moray eel. Oh, perfect. Where is it? Two yes, it must back. be the one yeah. in the back. So that, that one is Morania species. So they don't know what species exactly it is or if maybe they're just not writing it there it's from french polynesia oh you can see the like spotting yeah like it's got dark spots on the bottom of its tail and it's very wrinkly (laughs) it's really hard to tell what these things are yeah in the bottles these feel like very real specimens Mm -hmm. there's another moray here Oh, yeah, that one's wow. beautiful. Like, you can really see the spotting on that one. It's so skinny. It's Ooh. so, like, flat. And you can see its face. It's got that, like, snaky face. That one's oh, actually yeah. really well-preserved. Wow. Long-spined porcupine fish. Yeah. From Easter Island. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, the porcupine fish and puffers are technically in whole different groups. But they do look very similar. <laughs> They're like I actually think porcupine fish are a lot cuter than most puffer fish because they've got those cute. little like rectangular mouths and big eyes. There's also another wolf eel, which you can see its face really nicely. Like. Yeah. Hammerhead shark. Oh, wow. That's in the game. Oh, my so, gosh. So little. Tiny little hammerhead sharks that are probably, like, the length of our forearm. Wow. Even smaller, maybe. But they look weird. Like, their their heads look like something horrible went wrong. They look like fungus or something. Yeah. That's what I thought they were when we walked up. 
It says, unusually wide apart eyes give hammerhead sharks excellent binocular vision in a 360 degree arc. Oh, well, it is useful then. That's cool. Oh, here's more moray eels. These are American eels. Oh, are these the ones that reproduce weirdly? Look at those, are those like lard? Oh, uh, what are they called, glass eels? Glass eels? Like the, like the age of the eel? Oh, is that what they're called? Or like the elver or whatever? Oh, yeah. Like they have life stages. That one looks like a young one. Those look tiny. I'm gonna guess those are the young stage of eels, whatever it's called, whether it's an elver or a, a glass eel. So there's at least one specimen here, I'm sure there's lots in the collection, that are cleared and stained. Um, this is a procedure that, gosh, like they do in a lot of animals, but in particular fish and amphibians and reptiles and like other sort of, I don't know, slimy, <laughs> like squishy <laughs> things. <laughs> That's not a very good description. Basically, they get put in um, a red dye solution um, and a blue. Um, and once those are soaked in, the red stains the, the bones and um, basically anything that's really hard and has calcium in it. And the blue is going to stain the cartilage. And what this does is then after they then put in the solution of trypsin, which breaks down, it's basically a digestive protein, and it breaks down everything except for the collagen in the uh, specimen. And it makes it so that the scientists and the researchers can basically look into uh, a specimen and get a much better idea of what's going on in terms of its anatomy. So it can, when you look at it, you're like, okay, this is where the cartilage is, this is where the bone is, and this is how it all connects. It's kind of like having like an X-ray, but like the specimen is the X-ray. <laughs> like it's very cool. So that's something you might see in museums and research collections like this. Oh, it looks really cool. Oh yeah, here's more. Oh wow. Oh whoa, that oh, is really cool. <laughs> you can really see how it's like an X-ray. Yeah. And you can tell that it's a dye because a lot of this has been stained pink. Yeah. Um, it's very Halloween-y. Yeah, they look like little red skeletons. I got um, in the specimens that I got from New Caledonia to study last year. We had, <laughs> we had a couple newts, unfortunately, fall into the bug traps. And so they ended up being in my collection by accident. <laughs> um, so I'm like opening them looking for like bugs and beetles. And it's like these little lizards <laughs> instead so but they were perfectly preserved and I really wanted to clear and stain them but we found a scientist who wanted them so <laughs> I instead was like okay the chambered nautilus oh there we go I had a dream about a nautilus last night I think it's because <laughs> I went to the museum and I saw nautilus and I was really happy oh no Sorry, I was going to say the aquarium, but I didn't even, I didn't even see Nautilus there. Oh. I was just dreaming about them, <laughs> as one does. But they've got some beautiful little nautiloids here yeah. in, the, in the rock. These are fossils we're looking at. I don't know what this is, though. It's like a piece of, it looks like a horn almost. Yeah. But they're calling it a nautiloid, so I wonder if it was like a nautilus that wasn't curled. Like a lot of those ammonites, they were yeah. kind of like long, like a... I don't know, what would you, like a cone-shaped shell? Yeah. yeah. This is cool, this is coral reef fossils. 
So it says here, large coral reefs became more common in the Silurian, a time when marine life flourished and diversified in warm and shallow seas. That's interesting. And they say, this wasn't entirely coincidence. Scientists now know that coral reefs are hotspots for new species to evolve. So maybe with all the coral reefs, a whole bunch of other creatures came about. Oh, this is cool. Ferns. Mm-hmm. Fossilized ferns always look so pretty. They're just such an aesthetic. Yeah, we love some paleobotany. <laughs> <laughs> Became extinct about 270 million years ago in Africa and South America. It was one of the first reptiles to go back to living in the water where its amphibian ancestors had once lived. Like the modern crocodile, it had nostrils at the top of its jaws and needed to keep its head at the water surface to breathe. It definitely looks like a very like skinny crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> But the fossil makes it look quite small. Like, you can see its little hand here, and it's about the length of my thumb. So here we have a pale tiger swallowtail, which is one of the, I guess we we did cover them. Um, You can find them throughout Canada. Usually, um, in Alberta, the ones I see are quite a bit brighter, but I imagine they might be a different species entirely. Because this one's a little bit paler, but it still has that beautiful blue, like, highlights on the wings. and Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's so big. It says this one's from Oliver, British Columbia. Oh my god, here it is. The giant water bug. Okay, I love that they have it in a section talking about entomophagy, like, eating bugs. Yeah. Because, yeah, like like it says on the sign, people eat insects every day. Um, grasshoppers are also here, as are host crickets. I know at the U of A, there used to be, like, a little farmer's market at yeah. our university. And, like, you could get, like, cricket flower muffins and, like, mm-hmm. little baked goods. Yeah, I really love those. But this giant water bug, like, oh my goodness, is it ever big. It is really big, and it looks so, like, armored. And its arms, like it's not its arms, it's its mandibles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Wait, are they arms? Uh-oh. I guess so. I guess they are arms, yeah. Six, yeah. But they're so buff. Yeah. Like, it <laughs> looks like he's like a strong man going like, showing off the muscles. He's flexing. Yeah. That's so cool. And that one's from Thailand. But I know here in Canada, we have ones that are this big too. Wow. Like, that is not an uncommon size. Although I'm not sure if they're the same species. Oh, there's some dragonflies here. And as we know, dragonflies are certainly in the game. I think dragonflies are one of those bugs that preserve so nicely. Like you just find them dead sometimes on the ground and like you can just pick them up. And they have water striders too. They're teeny though. Oh, little bitty water striders. I mean, you have to look so close to find them anyway. Like on a pond, they just look like things are falling into the water constantly. Little ripples. We talked about how water striders just have this like almost magical ability to like, obviously it's not magic, it's physics, (laughs) to like not fall into the water and just continue like jumping around and being predators and terrifying. Yeah. 
there's more water striders. Oh, that one's bigger. That one's quite a bit bigger, yeah. actually. Oh, and there's stink bugs. Oh, I feel like there's yeah. definitely stink bugs in the game. There definitely are. Oh, <laughs> they're such cute colors. There's like a white one and a green one. They've got stripes. I like stink bugs because I find them really easy to identify or like true bugs because you always look for X marks the bug. I'll take a picture <laughs> of these and post it on Instagram so people can understand what I mean. It's even on the giant water bug. Like they're, I guess the top of their bodies to make it simple, like their exoskeleton forms almost an X shape. Um, and those are considered true bugs, the heteroptera. And like it says here on the sign, there's 40,000 species at least, most likely way, way more. And that can include like the assassin bugs and the stink bugs and just like so many different like insects that use that long mouth part of theirs to like jab, yeah, jab other like plants or bugs or whatever they're eating. We have the butterfly that we did last week, the Queen Alexandria's birdwing. And honestly, it's not as big as I was expecting, but that is because it's a male. Um, it's actually, I would say, probably the same wing area as the tiger swallowtail, just longer. And it's got like a much brighter abdomen than I was expecting. Like the bottom part of its body is like a bright, bright yellow. And it's all very powdery looking, like its wings are just this powdery blue teal with like a black stripe on them. Now, I don't mean to undermine it by saying it's not that big, <laughs> but like it's pretty, it's pretty stunning. The females are like the biggest. Yeah, the, the females are like massive because usually with insects, the females are often bigger because they have to carry the eggs. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we have the classic monarch butterfly as well, which we did an episode on. They're just, oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah. They're just so classical and like elegant. I just feel like they're such a distinct butterfly in general with those white spots and that bright orange. Yeah. And their migrations are legendary. And I definitely, <laughs> I found, when I was in Ontario, I found a few dead monarchs and I really want to keep them, but they're an endangered species and they are very protected. So mm. um, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that without a permit. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming to the museum with us. Yeah. It's been very fun to pretend we're in the Animal Crossing <laughs> Museum. It's nice to be in, like, an in-person museum. I remember when we started the show, I was like, I miss museums so much. I have so much nostalgia. But we're back. Yeah. And make sure to go check out our Instagram and Twitter, at Beyond Blathers, to see the photos we've posted and stuff from today. I hope this was okay I know audio is not like the best format for this, but I hope it was still fun. It's a little bit of an experiment. We figured we're here together. We might as well do something different than usual. Yeah. But anyway, tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye. Bye. Bye.